What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to welcome everybody to the show tonight. Um, I had a little technical difficulty a while ago. Um, my computer crashed on me, of course, which has got everything on it. Uh, but I believe I've got everything straightened out. I had to go get the tablet and bring it in here. But I've got Michael Cook of Cook Cryptic Research on the phone again. Are you with me, Mike? I am. Alright, bud. Uh, uh, Mike was talking and talking away just a little bit ago, and we kind of got disconnected. But I'm going to let Mike pick up here and um, pick up where we was talking about. Um, we was talking about Point Pleasant and um, the elusive, uh, I guess you could call him elusive because he's also an elusive um, Mothman. Uh, which you were talking about that, you thinking it was misidentification, and you were thinking it was bats, giant bats. Is that correct? That is correct. Um, there's a species of bat in the world, and on several different continents, actually. Uh, it's, uh, it's a subspecies of fox bat, and they, they grow up to three meters tall, which is six foot uh, tall, and with wingspans 10 to 12 foot wide, you know. But these creatures have been known to travel and uh, and this and that. But, you know, it, it could be a misidentification. And then again, it could be an actual um, a supernatural phenomenon, as people describe the Mothman being. You know, uh, the, everything that happened back in the uh, 50s that, that went on with that, it, it can be explained. Um, the, the bridge collapsed. It was... You know, it was during Christmas Eve. There was a lot of people on the bridge. It was an old bridge and, and all that. But, you know, the, the the premonitions that people were having of this, I mean, there, there's a lot that can be explained, but there's so much more that can be go unexplained with this. And, you know, am I set out to, to prove that this thing exists? No, I... I, I quit trying to prove these things like Bigfoot and Mothman and so forth and so on um, exist a long time ago because I believe they exist. So in my mind, they do exist. I don't have to prove they exist. And uh, for other researchers, though, that is their prime focus, which is something that I, 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 I swear I believe people should get away from. To quit trying to prove these things exist. Just let your research speak for you. And, and go with that. Let your research be the basis on everything. Just research it like everybody believes in it. When people ask you, don't, don't, don't shy away and say, yeah, I kind of believe in Bigfoot. No, no, don't, don't do that. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I do believe in Bigfoot. Yeah, I do believe in, in Mothman. I do believe in, in, uh, in aliens and, and this and, uh, Loch Ness and, and, and yeah. all that. I mean, you know, what's wrong with believing in it? I find it fun to believe in. It takes me away from the from the everyday struggle and stress of of everyday life and what's going on in the world. I can get on 
on my research and 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 see reports that people have filed and uh, from seeing something they can't explain and I don't have to worry about what our president or what what North exactly. Korea or or whoever is doing. I can worry about you know getting with somebody and researching. Yeah, yeah, that that's that's one good thing. Uh, a lot of people uh, they're too worried about what everybody else is going to think. Uh, I mean, at least, at least in my in my my opinion, that's everybody's just worried about what everybody else thinks. I'm not worried about what everybody else thinks. I'm going to do my research for me, and if that's all we can do as researchers, we get the evidence, we put it out there. It's up to you to believe it or not. We really don't care, but it's what we've experienced, what we've seen. We're putting it out there. Oh yeah, I've been called a liar, a hoaxer. I've been been called many things in my life during. The last almost twenty years, people have told me that I didn't see what I saw. And how do you actually? My my question is, how does somebody actually look at you and tell you that you didn't see that? I mean, <laughs> you know, okay, uh, well, if that's what you believe, I know what I saw that day. I know what I saw two years ago uh, with Glenn Mink of uh, Squatch Investigator. You know, we witnessed the same two creatures, same time. We were side by side. Those two creatures were side by side, looking straight at us within twenty five foot. And I just, I just want, I just wonder how people get that in their minds that they can say that they can honestly say, "Jimmy, you didn't see that." <laughs> okay, you believe that? Cool. I know what I saw. I know what I've researched. I know what I've heard. You know, I had, I had a fellow with me. Uh, uh, a friend of mine, Sam Beloach, last uh, last April, we were we were in Harlan County, Kentucky, where where you and I both live. We were in one of my research areas, and we had a phenomenal night—an hour and forty-five minutes of nonstop howling, growling, foot stomping, chest beating, tree knocking action. It was nonstop for an hour and forty-five minutes, and all of a sudden, poof, it was gone, and. Glenn Mink, I've been out with him. Greg Yost of Indiana, the Squatch Man. He is so fun to go out with. And he, he, when you go out with Greg, you come back with the energy he brings to the table. Greg is so fun to go out with. I've been in Montana with freaking Ed Brown and Brian Sullivan of the Montana Bigfoot Project. Ed Brown from Sit Down with Ed Brown. I like Ed now. I mean, Ed, Ed's something else. I like else. Ed too. He's my best friend. I mean, we've been on the top of a mountain in the middle of Montana looking for Bigfoot with each other. I've had so many different phenomenal, it's all you can say, fantastic. And there's not enough words to use to describe the experiences I've had with these researchers and these friends that I've met over the years. And... You know, who's to say what we're doing? I mean, and yeah, in some people's eyes, it's silly. It's make-believe. Okay, cool. You know, we're happy. I don't have to worry about, about my, my when I'm in the woods, I don't worry about anything. I, I, I get in tune with nature. I open my mind. I hate it when people say, you know, well, uh, what are you? Are you a woo? Are you a, a flesh and blood kind of guy? Uh, you know what? I'll leave that up to you, because I'm open-minded. I've seen things exactly. out in the woods that I'm going to talk about in April 
uh, at this very cool thing going on. You know, you, you you're going you're going to talk about it. I know you are because you you got to you got to toot your own horn on this. But I'm going to talk about something that happened to me and Glenn Meek. Hopefully, he's there and he can vouch for me. What I say is is verifiable by another witness. What happened to us that through my flesh and blood uh, way of thinking, way of research, completely for a loop. And I still, to this day, cannot explain what happened to us on, on top of that ridge of that night. That yeah. was really and truly November of 2016. That was really and truly the night that changed the way Michael Cook researches. I, try, I, I started keep... looking into other ways to research. Now, do I believe that, that Bigfoot is supernatural or, or cross-dimensional or whatever you want to call it? I don't know. That's the that's the greatest answer I can mm-hmm. give you right now. I don't exactly. know. Yeah. I know that what I saw that day, if it could go into a portal or cloak or whatever, it should have, but it didn't. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've based my beliefs on, is that one sighting that I had in October of 2000 in Harlan County, when that creature rode off the hill in front of me, landed in the river, stood up, shook off the water, we locked eyes, and it moseyed on up the hill while I ran in terror back to my car, screaming like a little girl. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the very thing that caused me to have nightmares, even now. I still have still have nightmares. Anybody who says... They, they, oh man, I wish I could see a Bigfoot. No, you don't. It will freak you out. It will bother you. It will cause you so much mental anguish. It's unbelievable to even, even fathom why we would even go out looking for this. It's, and I tell people, well, people will say, why do you go research if you're, if it caused you this much pain and anguish? I don't know. I'm crazy. I'm insane. I'm, I'm, uh, the, the literal definition of insanity is doing something over and over again, expecting a different outcome every time. Do I want to see another one? Absolutely. Yeah. Will it scare me? Yeah, it'll scare the crap out of me. But it's that adrenaline rush that that you get when you when you see these things. No it, doubt. It's 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 the experience with other researchers when they see it when they look at you and say, "Are you seeing what I'm seeing?" You know. It's talking to people like Dave Groves from Pennsylvania. Here are his phenomenal sighting. Um, it's talking to, to Greg Yost of Indiana about his multiple sightings and looking at his pictures and everything. Um, it's talking to, to Daniel Benoit and Tracy Arnold uh, about what they saw that night together. It's, it's all this wrapped into one. And, you know, the greatest honor is standing side by side while Mr. Bob Gimlin himself tells the story about what him and Roger experienced so many years ago that that brought Bigfoot into mainstream in 1967. But it's all about the experience. You, you, can, you can write a book. You can write books. You can make movies. You can, you can be on 100 TV shows. But unless you get out there in the woods and experience what we've experienced, you don't have a way to stand on. You don't, you, I, I, and people will get mad when I say that, but I'm, I'm being honest. 
You cannot sit behind a computer screen or on the couch being an armchair researcher and say you are an actual Bigfoot researcher. You're a researcher of researchers' research. I know. Say I know three some, times fast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for real. I know some people that are like that. That they've done the research and then they claim that they're this big researcher when they haven't even went out into the field or went into the on the mountainside. To that's not a researcher. Um, I hope I it, hope he's listening. Daniel Benoit, he he's out in the woods every day, every weekend, just about it. Yeah, I know he is, and, and you know, I know he's going to laugh when I say this. And and we're friends, and I can say stuff like this. You know, when he's going out in the woods, because he'll do a hundred lives, he'll do a hundred Facebook lives when he's out in the woods. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know it. But hey, listen, Dan's out in the woods, exactly, and he's doing it, yeah. and you know. You and I had planned on going out tonight. We wouldn't be doing this radio show right now if we if we were out tonight. But the rain has stopped us. Yeah, the yeah, rain. We're a couple of wusses. I don't feel like getting the flu and dying. Me neither. I don't feel uh, like getting pneumonia. But you know, that's like I told you earlier. Hey, we've got all the time in the world, man. Exactly. You know, we are going to get out and research, and we're going to get out and have fun, and hopefully, you'll have experiences and I you'll hope be so. able to talk about these experiences. I hope and so. yeah, I can't guarantee you anything. We might go out and not even hear a cricket fart. But then again, <laughs> yeah. I told Sam to watch the same thing the night we went out, and he he can attest to this. And he'll he'll t- and I think he's told you it was the most active night he's ever had as a bigfooter. Yeah, he has exact words that come from his mouth. Uh, he said he'd uh, he said it was something else that night. I remember talking to him last time I'd. Uh, I think it's when uh, Bill Lancaster was in Harlan that one night. Uh, we was talking about it. Uh, he said it was yeah. it was crazy. So. Yeah, and Bill Lancaster is another one. This guy, he is. <sighs> I just met Bill last year. I feel like I've known the guy my whole life. Yeah, exactly. Great guy, and he's done something that nobody else thought about doing. Everybody's made these little movies and documentaries and 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 TV shows about about Bigfoot. Nobody's ever thought about, hey, what about the guys that do this? Exactly. And Bill, I am the most honored I've ever been to be a part of Cultured Bigfoot documentary coming out. And he he didn't have to have me on there. He got a hold of me and he asked me, he said, you know, do you want to be on this documentary? I want to come and film your seminar you're having. And I said, absolutely, sure. Come on. And... Before I know it, he's got the locks of Jeff Meldrum and Cliff Bergman and 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 James Fay and Ed Brown and and Seth Breedlove and and all these other crazy characters in the Bigfoot world and researchers that I'm a part of. It's so mind blowing. It literally blows my mind. I can't believe that I'm that I'm included in this group of people on this documentary that started out as a dream. It started out in Harlem, by the way. You, he, yeah, he, it started at my seminar in Harlem, it, and it's coming full circle. It's, exactly. It's showing in Harlem in April. Yeah. I mean, that's a year later. That's a year after. You know, almost a month and a half after uh, we met, and... And at the seminar, and he filmed it and everything, and, and done done my interview. We found ourselves camping right side by side up in Salt Fork State Park, going to the Ohio Bigfoot Conference. And holy crap, 
It was just awesome. That's great. I've been to the Ohio Bigfoot Conference several times. This is the, this is the second time I got to meet Jeff Melder. First time I freaked out and, and couldn't really say anything to him. Second time I found myself <laughs> drinking beer at a barbecue with the guy, standing there eating a hot dog, talking about baseball. I mean, come on. That's awesome. Who, who, who would have thought that would have happened? That's you know, awesome. He's one, of the, he's one of the advocates for what's going on now with, with Mr. Todd standing, you know? Yes. And I was always one of these guys that said, you know what? I don't know if this guy's real or not real. Todd standing, you know, he's, I don't know about this cat. Todd's but got some this, great... After this new documentary come out and, and all this stuff he's doing, holy crap, man, it's real. It's all real. Yeah, Todd's got some real real things he's about to open up some eyes in the bigfoot community people just don't know yeah, i know in the state of california and the government of canada for the acknowledgement to uh acknowledge they have let's see the lawsuit is for the acknowledgement of the possibility that bigfoot exists that is nuts that's something nobody else has thought about doing no exactly um and he's got such a bad rap over the years. He's actually turned his back on the Bigfoot community just because of the way people have treated him. And it's sad that people will treat a person that has put so much time and effort into a project that he's so, so passionate about. And people treat him like that. I mean, it's just not right. And I wish I could meet the man. And hopefully one day... I will get to shake his hand and, and, you know, and look him straight in the eye and tell him, you know, man, I believe. I believe. You got to look at all the all the bull crap that went on with Bob Gimlin and, and Roger Patterson when when that film came out. People people drug them through the mud, man. Yeah. They drug them, they, you know, they beat them down, told them it was fake. And, and it's they a still shame. say it. They, that's what it blows my mind. People say, oh, it was fake. Well, you know what? Could have been faked. Maybe. Was it faked? No. 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 It wasn't it wasn't faked. It wasn't it wasn't Hollywood cinematics or whatever you want to call it. It was real footage of a Bigfoot. And that's, somebody told me a while back, they said, you know, only thing that's gonna prove it is a body or somebody gets clear video, well you can count one of those out because they've already got clear video of it. Exactly. And they oh name one, Patterson Gimlin. I mean name two, Todd uh, Todd Standing. I mean, name three, the Freeman footage. I mean, four, I can go on and on and on and on and on on clear video of Bigfoot. And people just say, oh, it's fake. That's that's the easy answer. Well, we've, we've got say, so many. Anybody listen to this, and they say, well, you know, that was, that was faked. Then tell them, ask them this. Uh, tell me how they faked it. Well, you got to think, and, uh, in... You know, in the Bigfoot community, for each person that comes out and says they have a a picture or a video of Bigfoot, there's always 10 to 20 more people behind them calling them a hoaxer, calling them a fake. And, you know, I've, I made up my mind a long time ago when I decided to get into this that I was just going to keep an open mind. And I try not to judge people, and I will not judge others. Uh, no matter how far-fetched it sounds, you have to keep an open mind. Because if you if you don't keep an open mind, you're just ever you're just going to expect everybody's 
um, video, photo, any kind of evidence is brought in front of you to be fake. And that's that. If you're going to be a good researcher, um, you got to keep an open mind. You know, just like you said. And I, I hope that I can do that and be that way. I try not to uh, judge people. Um, uh, with the little instances that we had today that we were talking about, you know. Um, well, there's a thing just, about it. You I'm know, there's, gonna... there's, there's the big thing. I've been called a hoaxer. You get you stay in this long enough, you'll be called a hoaxer, yeah, a liar, no and everything. I mean, that's just how it is. The thing about it is, is when another researcher hoaxes, even though we don't uh, publicly say that we know, Believe me, we know you, you can't, I mean, you, you can't pull up in a black car and tell me it's white when I'm a car salesman. You can't do it. Exactly. I mean, you, you can't do that. You can't, you can't pass off, you can't tell me that that horse is a dog when I'm a veterinarian. You can't do it. And, you know, I'm a firm believer there's no such thing as an expert on these things because there's, an expert knows everything there is to know about something. Ex and yeah, there's right. nobody knows everything there is to know about Bigfoot or Mothman or Loch Ness or anything else out there that is deemed cryptid. Um, but the researchers out there that, that decide to, to fabricate evidence and, and do whatever, believe me, we know... <laughs> Me and others know we just we just don't feel like it's going to be anything to us if we call you out or not. Exactly. And, uh, there's always the people out there though that they want to try to make a name for themselves. Um, like, uh, <laughs> Lord forgive me. Uh, I'm sure if he ever was to hear this, he's going to dog me bad over it to Richter Riolo. Oh Lord, have mercy! Just let me say this right here. <laughs> He's a funny man. Uh, a lot of people take what he does to heart. Um, to me, with Richter, it seems like to me it's just... Most of it's just to get a rise out of people. You know, just to just to get under your skin. I don't think he really means means too much by it. Uh, but I'm sure he's, he's made people mad before. Um... Well, you can drive a nail so far into a piece of wood until you don't have have a nail left. I mean, <laughs> exactly. You know, I I know Richter. I've met Richter. I talked to Richter, um, and he told me one time uh, that no hard feelings. It's it's nothing personal. It's just good entertainment. <laughs> so I've tried to keep that, but you know. There's a video on YouTube you people can find and everything. And yeah, it, it, my Harlan County comes out right there in one particular uh, little segment of it when, you know, the, the guy that edited the video, he, he made that real loud and it was real noticeable, you know, and I say, I saw Bigfoot. Well, in that, it comes out very, very country. Yes. And, um, I have a country accent. Yeah, we both do. I, I mean, we both do, but mine's more <laughs> neutral than, than a lot. I I pride myself in being one of the most articulate people to come out of the Eastern Kentucky. 
But <clears throat> the uh, the thing about it is, is you know, Richter focuses on that. But you know, is Richter a bad guy? I don't know him personally. I know him, but I don't know him personally. Can't pass judgment on the guy. He has an internet show that gets 300 views per video. That's nothing whenever you look at my interview with uh, Mr. Vic Condiff. Uh, last time I looked at it, it was in the 20,000 yeah. uh, views. Um, you look at uh, you look at other other podcasts and radio shows and, and YouTube shows out there that's getting a million, two million views. 300 views is nothing compared to that. So am I worried that Richter would 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 cause my uh, my name to be uh, down and all that? No, I ain't worried about it. <laughs> exactly. Um, and you know for a fact, and I know, that there there's a lot more than just him out there that make fun of Bigfooters and uh, cryptid researchers alike. He just have some, happens to be one of the more flamboyant um, personalities, I guess you could say. Um, no pun intended, uh, <laughs> but he, he, you know how he is from watching his videos and things. Um, but uh, yeah, there's going to be, you know, I figured it out. There's going to be people that's just going to want to profit off of your uh, video by putting you down to make themselves look good to make a name pretty much i guess you could say really mike and um you know before it's even started i've just come to terms with that already really um, well you know with uh and i know he's listening because he's just sending a message but bill lancaster you know I, I mean me and bill we we are in tune with the force and i know when he, when he hears that he's gonna laugh oh but yeah really Really and truly, that's what it is. It's a balance of the force. You got your your good side, your dark side, your your light side, and your dark side of the force with big footing. And yeah, there's got to be protagonists in order for there to be an antagonist. There has to be a protagonist. And yeah, there's there's always going to be a turd in the punch bowl. There's always going to be. But is it a bad thing? No. It it causes a little drama. It causes a little, little concern, and and some people get their butt hurt and all this stuff. But in the end, people have to find a side to go on. People have to do that. You can't be neutral for everything. And yeah, I mean, uh, I said something to somebody the other day about Return of the Jedi. They were talking about about me coming back to the Bigfoot world and making my epic return. That's not epic, but, you know, making my, my return to the Bigfoot world. And I look at him, I say, it's like the return of the Jedi. Yeah, but you know, if he... I, if, I'm bringing good back to the side of the force. If anyone and, uh, knows Bill, though, that uh, Bill's like one of the biggest, he probably has to be one of the biggest Star Wars fans that I've ever met in my life. I mean, him and the, my brother are, are, are the two that I've met in my life, and I've met many people. And them two right there. I'm a big Star Wars buff, but I have nothing on them two. I love Bill. Bill's Bill's an awesome guy. I'm 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 so glad I'm like you that I know him, and I can call him friend. And I am so proud of this um, film that he's going to show. And I I guess I need to plug this just real quick, Mike, while we're talking about well, it. Well, you know what? I think 
Well, let me let me introduce this. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. So a while back, uh, a few weeks ago, I was contacted by Jimmy, and he asked me if I would be a part of something that I never did really see would come to this area. And I said, absolutely, I'll help you out any way I can and do whatever I want to. So he is this dream, just like Bill Lancaster and just like so many more before him, he's going to make it happen. So on April 21st, we are doing what? We're having the first annual Harlan, Kentucky CryptoCon 2018. And it's going to be at 110 River Street at the Extension Depot. Like Mike said, August the 21st of 2018 from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. I have a panel of speakers, folks. You just don't realize. I am so excited. I have got, of course, I've got Mike, Mr. Michael Cook of Cook Cryptid Research, uh, which I'm I'm glad to call you friend, buddy. I love Mike. Mike. two years. <laughs> yeah, that's a long time to put up with you, ain't it? <laughs> But we also have Mr. Ed Brown. Guys, I've recently got to meet Ed. Um, well, not actually meet him, but talk to him on, to the, on the phone, and he's uh, uh, helping me out with this. He's a good, he's, I'm using him and Mike as advisors on this, and uh, uh, I'm just so excited to actually get to shake Ed's hand and meet him. Um, We've also got from uh, Virginia's ECBRO, we've got Daniel Benoit. Um, I really don't know. <laughs> I really don't. I really don't know much of Daniel uh, until I started doing this. That we got to exchange uh, some messages and stuff and back and forth. Uh, but we've also got Bill Lancaster um, of Bill Co Productions. Uh, Bill will be there. Yes, Bill will be there with the culture Bigfoot. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what, if Bill's listening to this, he's got to wear his uh, Darth Vader costume. Hey, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. That would be a real good photo op, wouldn't it? That would. Are, Bill Lancaster? Are you listening, or, Bill? <laughs> but he's going to be there with his film, Cultured Bigfoot. I'm very excited to have Bill there, too. And I'm hoping I can get him to speak just a little bit uh other than five minutes before he shows his film, which I think it's what he thinks he's going to do, but I'm going to have to get him up there and make him talk just a little bit more before we go into that. Uh, I don't think that will be a problem. I hope not, uh, <laughs> and I hope he's listening. I I'm pretty sure he is. Uh, we'll also have uh, Miss Arla Kaleach Collett. Um, she's Arla, Arla is so cool. Yeah, Arla. You don't know Arla, look her up, but she's, She's phenomenal. Yeah, just just getting to talk and to communicate with her, she seems like she's a real down to earth type of person. I'm um, I'm looking forward to actually meeting her and getting to talk to her, and um, it, it's going to be awesome. We also have um, Matt Delph of Mountain Empire Cryptid Research Organization. I I really don't know Matt that good, but he seems like he's a real good guy. He's got a real good sighting, um, and he's I guess he's going to be talking about. Uh, What's going on with uh, micro and uh, things like that? And uh, uh, Matt is—I've uh, been out with Matt, and he's really good in the field, and he has a lot of uh, a lot of uh, field experience that's not been made public. Uh, so he he has a lot to bring to the table. Matt's a really good guy. 
Uh, we got to hang out at uh, CryptidCon in Frankfurt last year, and uh, he actually helped me with my booth all day there. So um, he'll be a he'll be a great addition. We've also got uh, two fellow Harlan Countyans, also uh, Tony Filosi. Uh Tony had his own little um, paranormal. I think it was called Harlan County Paranormal. Don't hold me to it, but I think it was something like that. Um, but he's with the CryptoCrew.com now. Tony is going to be doing a, um, uh, I'm really not sure what Tony's going to be doing. Um, I he's going to be doing, um, Mountain Myths and Legends. Okay. A historical, uh, a walk through the history of, um, different myths and legends of the mountains. Okay, uh, we also going to have uh, Miss Judy Hensley. Judy is actually, uh, I don't know if she's still teaching or not, but I know that she was teaching. Uh, she's going to be there talking about panther stories and sightings here around in this area of Harlan County where we live. And you know for a fact, uh, they, the Fish and Wildlife say there's no panthers or mountain lions around here in this area. And, and the federal government... Uh, have just, I forgot to uh, actually talk with you about that, but I'll try to find it later and send it to you. Um, I ain't going to say the word because, you know, there's people, there's, there's young years out there listening, but on Facebook it's I effing love science. And if you can read between the lines on that one, <laughs> yeah. you know what the effing stands for. But <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the, the federal government and uh, the federal science uh, department has deemed the eastern cougar extinct. Yes, I so seen that. I seen that. That just came out the other day that they said that there there's not enough numbers in the wild to to say that they are thriving or anything else. They were on an endangered species list. Um, and if people don't people think that that's you know biology or whatever, that's actually. That actually firmly places the eastern mountain lion, cougar, panther, whatever you want to call it, puma, on cryptozoology list now because cryptozoology literally translates the, the definition of cryptozoology is the study of creatures that are deemed extinct, non-existent by science. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I'd seen that on there, too. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, uh, where they're getting their information at, I would like to know, because we have so many people, and I know for a fact, you probably know people that have, have trail cams out in these mountains here, and they've got pictures. The proof is here, but they will not accept it um, from civ well, civilians. I've, you know, always I guess been, you say. I've always been a kind of guy to say, I think, I don't think there's a great population of them around here. No. I think there's a few passer-throughs here and there. But I saw something one night that, again, like, like Bigfoot, I mean, I can't explain it. It was a large cat, and it crossed the road in front of me uh, uh, coming home from work one night. And uh, there was a couple other people behind me that saw it, too, and I... Do you have? You know, can you remember what color the the, the cat was? I was saying it, it was sand beige. It was it was uh, it was the color of a uh, of a mountain lion. It, it was a mountain lion, is what it was. I mean, but I can't explain it. I mean, you know, it happened so quick. You know, it, it was it was it was a lot bigger than a dog. Um, and that's a fact. But long tail and everything. 
seen it with a bobcat or anything like that. Somebody told me I've seen a bobcat. And I said, nah, that's a, that's a big tail. So, no, nah, with no bobcat um, or a wildcat or whatever. It was, it was, it was a, it was a mountain lion, you know. But just one of those things. I know people that I know. An old man used to uh, used to not watch on a strip job, and he used to feed them, uh, feed feed them a can of tuna a night. They, they would come out and eat tuna off the hood of his car. So, you know, I don't think there's a great population of them around here, but I think they pass through every now and then. That one that was killed in Bourbon County a couple of years ago, they said that that was a passer through, but it was healthy. It was it was eating around there, so it had been there for a while. Yeah. Um. But uh, I guess we should get back onto this here um, at our cryptid con here in harlan kentucky on the 21st we're also going to have a lot of vendors a um, little bit of everything for the family but uh this guy that i'm really excited that's coming uh glenn richardson uh the he's a comic book series creator of sergeant sasquatch and he has a life-size replica sculpture of sergeant sasquatch from his comic book series and he'll have that there and It'll be a great photo op for people, uh, so everybody be sure to go by and talk to Glenn and um, get a picture with him and Sergeant Sasquatch. Um, and I have to confess, I am a comic book buff. I love comics. Uh, when the X-Men movies and DC and Marvel movies come out every year, I either buy them or I have to watch them. So, you know, it's... Uh, I love that sci-fi stuff. I always have. But, uh, um, I wanted to talk also real quick. We got about seven minutes left. Um, Claudia Ackley was on, um, Squatch Zone Radio last night with, uh, Daniel Benoit. And she was talking about, um, the instance she had with her and her, uh, daughters. They'd seen a Bigfoot. She had reported it to, uh, the California fishing game, and uh, they pretty much told her that she wasn't seeing what she was seeing, that she was seeing a bear. Um, well, being, being one person that has seen the video, that wasn't no bear. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've seen the video too. I got to watch it. She has it on her Facebook. Um mm-hmm. It's it's wild. It speaks for itself. You know, you could tell by the way uh, the voice from her daughter that was filming, she was scared. And she even asked her, she said, are you getting this on film? And she says, yes. She She's like, she's saying, mom, mom. And she's like, are, are you seeing this? And they were like, yes, we're seeing this. And it's it's crazy. I mean, it's right there. You can see it plain as day. And Claudia is a great, great person. She is one of my best friends in this world. I love Claudia to death, and uh, she she's on the front lines of of doing doing this. She's with Todd Stanton and 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 everybody else involved in this. I mean, you know, it's what they're doing is is great, and they're they're forcing the government to acknowledge the possibility. They're not forcing the government to say yeah, Bigfoot exists. They're forcing them to say okay. It, it may exist. It, the possibility is there. So, you know, whatever comes out of it, the government, you know. So, the government's going to do what they want to do. Yeah, and for those that are listening, uh, 
that or if you're just catching on uh we're talking about claudia ackley claudia has actually filed a suit against the state of california for uh acknowledging the species um there's just i know ptsd um is comes hand in hand with a lot of these uh cryptid sightings um back some six months ago on ninja of the woods podcast i had done a um show talking about pstd and um and if you don't know what ptsd it's post-traumatic stress disorder um a lot of uh and it happens when a traumatic instance happens to you i mean and that goes hand in hand with these cryptid sightings and stuff uh, just like you said, you know, uh, you see these things and it traumatizes you. You uh, you have nightmares. You don't know what to what to think, and it it makes you think so fast, and you have all these racing thoughts and things like that, and it it affects your life. I've known of hunters that see these things out in the woods, man, and they they don't want to go back in the woods because they're scared. Exactly. I, I was I was there. I uh. I'd overcome my fears. I'm going to turn it off now. I can go hunting and stuff. That's, you know, you asked me earlier what I've done during my off-season. Uh, my hiatus, I, I hunted. I hunted squirrel. I was in the woods every time I got a chance, squirrel hunting, deer hunting. In the spring, I'll be turkey hunting. You know, I know how to turn it off, though, and, uh, and get in, in, in hunting mode. But, you know, we don't have very long left. Uh... Let's see, I'm not trying to, to rush you or anything, but, you know, folks, seriously, check out CryptoCon, Harlan County, Kentucky, yeah, exactly. April 21st. Well, my um, uh, we have a great list of speakers, and it's going to be so, so cool, and it's setting up for next year also, and uh, hopefully, after, after we get this one under our belt, we'll have a brand new list of speakers for you by next year, and... Um, and and the sponsorships that's something you got to plug jimmy you got to plug it we got we got to have sponsors folks so if you you know anybody you work for the place tell them hey listen you know i know this thing great thing going on in in harlan uh we need sponsors you know whatever you can give it'll, it'll help us out tremendously exactly uh and if uh you can get up with either me or mike one and just send us a message uh on the facebook page that we have set up uh harlan harlan kentucky crypto con 2018 go on there and like that page and if you have any questions about that just feel free to go ahead and ask us and we'll try to get anything we can to you but that is one thing we do need we do need sponsors but mike i think we're going to go ahead and wrap this up i want to appreciate it man for you uh um just coming on the show, man. I mean, it's great to have that I finally got you on, and you can talk to everyone and stuff. And um, I believe we're yeah, going to have uh, check out my research, folks. I mean, you know, I don't have a page anymore. I'm not going to have a page. Uh, if, if I do, it's going to be a long time from now. But um, there's so much coming out, uh, and I'll give you some clues: the Mothman, pterodactyls, thunderbirds, uh, of course, Bigfoot, obviously lake monsters and, and all sorts of crazy phenomena. I'll be venturing into the world of woo bigfooting and 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 staying true to my roots of flesh and blood and 
and everything else. But, you know, I even got some stuff going on with uh, serial killers and and even Mr. D.B. Cooper himself. I'm, uh, I'm coming across some crazy stuff here lately, and I'm, I've got some stuff coming out. So you all, you all be looking for it, and, of course, come and see me and Ed Brown and Arla and, and Daniel and Benoit and... Uh, and uh, Glenn Paul Richardson and and Bill Lancaster, Tony Pelosi and Judy Hensley and and the rest of the gang at Harlan, Kentucky CryptoCon 2018, folks. I'm Michael Cook. Thank you so much, Jimmy, for having me on tonight. All right, folks. Don't forget to join us next Saturday at nine for another episode of Ninja of the Woods for Mike and Jimmy Blanton. See you all later and God bless. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 